<laughs> Look at you. Jenga. Playing Jenga over here. Levine guarded by Claxton. Pulls it back and knocks it down. Here they come. Here they come. Defense has been a different question. Levine. Claxton again. Another little step back for Claxton again off that left knee. That's a great sign for the Bulls. Claxton keeps it alive. Right into the hands of Javante Green. Levine. He'll fire. And he'll hit it. Zach Levine. Brooklyn had a 12-point lead. Bulls' biggest lead right now at 8. Oh, he's oh, on fire! Zach Levine! <laughs> Caruso flew by. He should have one dribble in. Jump shot. Vucevic gives it up. Levine again. Is he hot? Oh, he is hot. Smoking hot. It was a 20 for the quarter now. Right before the game, and I asked him, and he said very soon because it wouldn't be fair to the guys in the locker room to kind of drag this on. So uh, Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan are in there. And this is one of the wild cards this year, Patrick Williams. And we'll see how the Bulls start to put the pieces together this year. Has not played an NBA game since last January, January 14th as a matter of fact. Bulls were rolling at that point. And, uh, if he could do it over again, Patrick yeah. Williams. I don't think he knew how wide open he was. Blocked out from the backside there by Williams. Position at this point if you're John Ball. Williams powers his way in. And that's what Williams brings to the table. A big body plus per game this year. Look at the rebounds, the assists up there. And steals as well tonight. He's got a donut. 0 for 2. And denied at the rim. Second block there by Williams. Kicks it out to Sumo now. Extra pass. And another opportunity here for the Bulls. Still talking about DeMar DeRozan as Williams. Nice move around. John Mark did say it was independent of all the ankle. The DeRozan situation. And DeRozan hobbles now. Gets it back from Williams. But it's okay. It's okay now, though. They got walked down in that game last night. And Indiana had a real chance to squeak that win out. Patrick Williams on the other end for the Bulls. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly Oubre guarding Levine to begin the game. Vucevic looking for Patrick Williams, trying to seal the defender, working against him. There you go. He came up big, him and Warm. Big. Oh, Patrick Williams. Four ties, three lead changes already in the first 13 minutes. Williams dribbles to the spot. That's clean. That's the arguably range jump shot. He had that coming out of Florida State. Yep. Dean Green and Williams. Little slip for Jones. Maneuvers to Dragic. Extra pass for Williams. I need it. I need it. Bang, bang, bang. Here's Williams. Working on McDaniel. Oh, he's too small. He's too small. They're getting away from him. The defense by Williams. Washington recovers it. McDaniel drives. Good out by Io. Williams taps it to him. Vucevic, nice pass. Nice play. I'll tell you what, that was a nice little touch pass from Vuce to P-Dub. 
Anthony McDaniel's rebound, and Levine tapped it away. Io to Williams, the trailer for a trail. Give me the hot sauce. Oh. Oubre, defended by Green, tough shot. Tapped by McDaniels, into the hands of Williams. Up ahead to Javante Welcome into the recap of the Bulls 106-88 win over the Charlotte Hornets tonight at the United Center. I'm David Kaplan. Our recap is brought to you by Chevy Drive, Chicago.com, your Chicagoland Chevy dealers. Bulls won every quarter tonight, folks. They dominated an opponent that they needed to make sure they beat tonight in a second of a back-to-back. Zach Levine, I did not expect to play because he hasn't played in the back-to-back yet here early in the season. But he said he went to shoot around. He woke up this morning. He goes, boy, my body feels good. He played 37 minutes last night in Brooklyn. Had 20 in the fourth quarter. And tonight, he gave you 32 minutes. Didn't give you that kind of scoring output because you didn't need it. 10 points, 4 rebounds, and 6 assists, and a couple of 3-point baskets. The big scorers tonight, uh, Patrick Williams, was excellent. He's always a solid defender, but tonight... He was two of three from beyond the arc, seven of nine from the floor, hit his first six shots. Uh, He gave you 16, five rebounds, and an assist in 32 minutes. And I know there are a lot of you out there go, I don't know about this Patrick Williams guy. Please post your comments right down below. He's 21 years of age. Relax. Let's let this thing play out. 21 years of age. Why do you think teams all around the league all summer long were calling the Bulls? You want to trade Patrick Williams? And I've had friends of mine going, yeah, I'd I'd trade him. You're selling low on a 21-year-old. Stop. Let this kid develop. That's the key uh, to seeing if this team can take the next step if you can develop this young man. Javante Green, gold star, man. 17 points, 8 rebounds, and assists, and 3 of 3 from the three-point line. That's right. Javante Green in 27 minutes gave you that type of productivity. He's not a great perimeter shooter. He was tonight. And then uh, 10 points for Derek Jones Jr. Goran Dragic, 15 minutes. He gave you 16 points, three rebounds, three assists, a couple of threes. He was two of four from beyond the arc. Bulls shot 45% from the three-point line. They won the battle on the boards. And they played a really solid basketball game. It's a good win. You beat a team that you're supposed to beat. And now you get a couple of days to uh, actually a day. And you play again on Friday. Uh, The Bulls will be on the road at the Celtics on national TV on Friday night. But did what you had to do. You won in Brooklyn. You came home. You got the job done here. Bulls win. Have a great rest of your night. I appreciate you. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is G Walker, one half of the CNG podcast. And I'm CJ, the other half of the CNG podcast. Yo, what's what's going on, everybody? What's going on? What's going on? 
Welcome to the CNG Podcast. This is the Bulls Weekly Episode 3. G. Walker, how's it going, man? Hey, man, everything is good over here, bro. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good, man. Trying to get stuff situated for the week. I'm glad that it's Friday. Um, I can get some um, good um, relaxation right, right. time in for the weekend. But um, we got um, we got the Bulls with two um, Bulls had two losses during during Friday and during Saturday um that just went past against um, what was it um Philly, and I believe the other one was the Spurs. The Spurs, yeah, yeah. So they had those two losses, um, close games. DeMar DeRozan did his thing in both of those games. Drummond had 19 rebounds, I believe, against um, I believe it was against um the Spurs, yeah. So you know, going into the week, they got Brooklyn, and they had Charlotte going into this week. So we're gonna get into the Brooklyn game first. So let me go ahead and let me um get to the first topic that we're gonna talk about, and of course, is game day. With the Brooklyn Nets. Um, before we get into it, G Walker, um, I want to get your thoughts on what you um going into this game. Did you think that the Bulls can bounce back after those two losses? Um, I thought they could bounce back, but you just had to see it. You know what I mean? Um, Zach Levine hasn't been healthy the way he need to be healthy. Um, you know, things like that. So you didn't really know what you were gonna get as with them far as a team. Um, so come to this game, I probably didn't think we we, we had a chance, but it was going to come down to execution and defense to me. What you think? Hey, I could I, I couldn't agree with you more, man. They you know the Bulls been doing pretty good with bouncing back from from um from losses and the Bulls two losses really wasn't as bad. They just they just played against a team that just seemed like had a little bit more energy. Um, the team was a little bit more healthier when it comes to their players than we were. So, you know that's that's what it pretty much came down to. But we got a couple of, um overlays with the guys. Coming from the team motel, going on to the bus to Brooklyn. As you see, you got Zach Levine right here. Yeah, he drippy as hell. I like that flannel, man. I like that flannel. Yeah, let's go back to the flannel one more time. Yeah, that's Zach Levine. And then we got DeMar DeRozan coming out with um with all his gear and stuff on. And then we got our boy right here, man. The boy that that that's some stunning this week. Our boy Peter. Who with the low? He got the Jordan Lowe's on or the Dunks yeah. Lowe's. I like those. The Dunks like Lowe's. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey man, let's let's get into this next overlay, man. Um, this is against Brooklyn. This is Zach Levine. 20 points in the fourth quarter. Now, you guys, if you guys were watching this video early on, we did have clips of Zach Levine and how he played in that fourth quarter against the Brooklyn Nets. G Walker, talk to me, man. What did you think about Zach Levine, Zach Levine's performance in that fourth quarter against Brooklyn? I thought he showed why everybody, you know, was wondering why he got the bag, man. He's a $200 million man, right? Yeah. So, you know, he came out and showed why he got paid. Uh, we needed every last one of those points. Uh, the game was up for grabs. So to see Zach come out there and be the scorer that could score a bunch of points in a, a short amount of time, the way that he did, it was perfect, man. I love to see it. I was happy to see it. And we and I wanted that win against Brooklyn, man. Brooklyn is a team that's struggling, you know, to win games, and they're struggling with chemistry. They're struggling with Kyrie. So, Zach came with the mindset, I'm going to put my foot on their neck. And that's what he did. And he put up 20 in the fourth. The man was hot. Yeah, man. Zach Levine was outstanding, man. He was on. Um, he definitely came in that fourth quarter. He was like his eyes, like he was focused, like he was on a mission, you know. And, and, and what he did against Brooklyn in that fourth quarter, uh, it just speaks highest values, man. This is why we signed this guy, 
you know, this is why the Bulls signed this guy to over $200 million for the next five years. Um, what he did in that fourth quarter was amazing. Also, he outscored Brooklyn 20 to 19 by himself in that fourth quarter. By himself, man. That's crazy, bro. It, it just it just shows you, man, and, and that face of Kyrie. I don't know if you guys can see. Is that Kyrie with his with his head down, his eyes closed? Yeah, that says a yeah. lot about that team. Yeah, man, it's a, it, it, it says a lot about that team. But the final score of that game, it was one hundred eight to ninety nine. Um, Bulls with an impressive win in Brooklyn against Brooklyn. KD is a tough matchup for anybody out there to, to go up against. Uh, Patrick Williams, I'm just gonna say he did a pretty, a, a very good job against um, KD, man. Um, I, I thought his defense against KD in that fourth quarter was key for the Bulls to um, keep their lead and, and just sustain their lead with Zach Levine doing doing his part and the other guys doing their part, and they was able to pull it off, man. G. Walker, what you think about the um, the um, the overall game? I thought the overall game was, you know, it was a game, a winnable game. We finally won a winnable game. It was a winnable game, so we got one. So on the road, that's what matters most. You know, you build some chemistry, some camaraderie. Uh, you beat probably one of two, a pretty much a for sure first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, then you got another Hall of Famer in Kyrie. Uh, like you said, Patrick Williams did a decent job making it difficult for uh, KD. So for some reason, he likes to get up for those games against Kevin Durant. He, like he gets his juices flowing, so he gets to be that defensive player that we all know he could be. And it was all on display last night. So this was a great team win. Um, I was very impressed by everything that happened. I was very impressed. Yeah, man. And, um, and we're going to look at the um, the final player stats before we actually move on. And these were the final player stats um, against that game um, for the players in Brooklyn. Zach Levine, as y'all read, had 29 points, five rebounds, four assists. Um, DeMar DeRozan, 20 points, four rebounds, two steals, one block, one assist. Io 17 points, four assists, three steals, three blocks. Gordon Drogic had 15 points. He had two assists, um, two rebounds, one block. Patrick Williams, 12 points, seven rebounds, two blocks, one steal, one um, one steal, one assist. And as you see, Vucevic with the 15 rebounds highlighted there. Um, Derek Jones Jr. coming in, you know, doing his part, getting rebounds, getting um getting points, getting rebounds. And you know, that's pretty much it for that game. So, yeah, I mean, the Bulls did their part with that game, and they, they did an outstanding job, and um, it's time to move on to the next, man. We had another game, um, which was the um, Charlotte Hornets. Um, now, going into this game, I'm going to just say before I push it over to UG Walker, going into this game, this is a game that I actually thought the Bulls um, definitely should have won because, one, Lonzo Ball did not play. Um, Dennis Smith Jr. LaMelo. I'm sorry, Lamelo. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, did not play. Dennis Smith Jr. did. Um, he has been playing pretty well over the last um since the, pretty much the season started because Melo's been out. Um, he hasn't played yet this season, so he's been out with an injury. But Dennis Smith Jr. has been playing pretty well for that team. But I actually thought the Bulls should win this game. Um, G. Walker going going um them going up against Charlotte. Um, we're just gonna go into it. Um, tell us, tell me about this game. What you thought for? If you saw the first half of this game, what did you thought about the Bulls in the first half? Uh, I thought the Bulls in the first half. You know, they were playing down to their competition for a little bit, from what I saw. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's early in the season. Guys still getting their legs up under them. Whatever the case may be, and that's totally fine. 
Um, so the first half was going how I thought it would. But overall, they won the game. This was another winnable game, one without their franchise player, which is a Lamelo ball, and you're supposed to win this game. Handedly, you know what I mean? So the fact that they went in and got this W, and they came out in the second half, they came out and destroyed these guys, man. So that's 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 good to see that they can turn that switch on when they need to be, and they're beating beating teams they should beat. So I expected us to win this game, and we did. Yeah, man. And I thought I thought to me now people may feel otherwise who the player of this game was, but I thought the player of the game was. This man right here, Patrick Williams. Hold on, man. Hold on. Let's let it. Let's everybody. First of all, bro, we got to go back to what he did against the Nets, bro. Patrick Williams has been playing above. He's been playing what he's supposed to play at that fourth option for the Chicago Bulls the last six games. So against the Brooklyn Nets, he gave you 12, 7, 1, 1, 2 blocks with great defense on KD. Then he goes into Charlotte Hornets. And gives them 16, 5, and 2 blocks. What we're seeing from Patrick Williams, what I think, bro, is that he's starting to understand where he can get his points from. He's starting to understand where he can affect the game on both ends of the court. Um, Billy Donovan did say something that this is the first year where he's healthy. So maybe that's coming into play. And maybe he just really understanding what it's like to be a pro under playing pretty much with three all-stars, man. So shout out to Patrick Williams, the last four, five, six games. You know what I mean? But what you think of Peter of these last few weeks, last two, four games, or even on this last game? Um, Well, I'm, I'm going to go to what Billy Donovan says, as far as him being healthy. I could definitely agree with that because um, he has been having some problems, especially in the beginning of the season, really getting his body, you know, at, at, at a point to where he can be out there consistently playing. And Patrick Williams, the key thing is he's not getting into foul trouble. That's the thing that no one's really talking right, about. Right, He's not yes. getting into that foul trouble because last year. And who gets in the foul trouble, CJ? I tell him. We already know it's it's it's, it's, it's Javante Green when he playing against bigger power forwards, you know. And and I've been we've been saying that it's all about matchups. It it didn't really matter who right. started yep. and and you know who started during the game. It's about matchups. Billy Donovan is going to play matchups, and you know as you guys can see in this particular game. He went with his bet with his best players. He didn't go back to Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan, you know, during this game. You know, to finish the game, Patrick Williams was out there with Javante Green. Th those were the players who were out there. So we got to get we, we can't get caught up in the who's starting and who's doing this and who's doing that. He's gonna play the best team out there for for, for that particular game, and that started with Patrick Williams, and it's, and then it, it went on to Javante Green, and then they played Gordon Dragic. So um, as we go into the next overlay, um, for those three guys in particular, that that's what they finished with. Um, Javante, yeah. and, and let's say this about Javante Green real quick. The 17 points he had, he went seven to seven from the field. He went, I believe, three or three from the three point, um, three or three or four or four from the three point line. I, I can't remember exactly uh, what he had from there, but he did shoot the ball perfectly. Now let's be honest. Is he going to shoot the ball like that again next game? I don't think so. You know, it's just one of those games where a player gets hot. They, they they go, you know, he just had a great night, you know. But can he sustain that during the season against bigger and better power forwards? I don't see that happening. Then when you look at the Charlotte Hornets, what power forward besides P.J. Uh, Washington? I don't even know if he played. And Miles Bridges not even playing. 
Right. We ain't gonna even talk about talk talk about that dude. But um, what I mean, what besides that, what other power forward really they could have stuck out there besides him and and, J- and Jalen McDaniels? So I mean, you know, I don't expect him to have a good shooting game like this. But he's always this guy's an energy player. He's a former football player. Plays with a lot of energy. Lot of energy. But Patrick right. Williams brings a different type of skill set defensively, and he has the body to go up against bigger guys that are bigger than him. Yeah, and the also reason why I love this overlay is because the bench mob. If anybody's came in here and seen that that background picture has been pretty much the bench because the benches has been giving us more production than the start of these first, I don't know, 10, 10 games or how many games we play. It's the bench. So for these guys to come in except for Patrick Williams, who's a starter, 17-16, then you got Drummond giving you all the rebounds and everything like that. This is what we need to be a, 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 a real playoff team is our bench. So as long as our bench keeps developing through these 82 games, that's going to help us probably win more games in the playoffs and steal games from the playoffs on the road. So I love what I'm seeing from the bench so far this year. We're going to get into the next overlay, which is pretty much – the Bulls won, damn near twenty point win, right, CJ? So- yeah, man. And, and 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 let me um let me go let me go back to the um go back to what you were saying real quick as far as the bench mob. Let's keep in mind, Drummond has been out since Saturday, I believe. So he didn't even play Brooklyn and against the Hornets. He was out. You know, so they the the bench really stepped it up to me and really did a good job those last two games. Great, man. We're just gonna keep it moving. Uh, what we got right here. So this is what this is what CJ was talking about against the Hornets. 17 points, eight rebounds, two steals, two blocks, 27 minutes, man. He's underrated, but at the same time, he's a little bit overrated for all the people that are Javante Green fans. He 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 plays good, but then at, at the same time, it's matchups. So we're going to give him his flowers this this game, and if he continues to play well, we'll give him his flowers next game. Correct. So. The next overlay is this. This one, this is what you want to hear from your veterans. Guys that's coming in that's played in high-level basketball, high playoff basketball in Gordon Jarvis. Um, you know, I like what I've seen from him. Like, he's on a redemption tour. He played well in the Olympics uh, in this summer with his, with his uh, country team, his home team, his home team, whatever. So this is what he says. I can be the vocal guy in the locker room if they need me. I can count from the bench. I can come from the bench and be that spark. CJ, has he been doing that or what? He's been doing that in them some. You know, this 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 guy has always been, every team he's been on, he's always been that guy that comes in and shows that leadership. You know, he, he knows how to command the offense. He's a true, you know, and people are trying to see, was he a combo guard? Is he this, is he that? No, he's a, yeah, he's a combo guard, but he knows how to run a team. You know, he has playoff experience. Um, you know, so this guy knows what to do on the, on the game to game out basis. So what he's been doing so far, I've been impressed. And keep in mind, he's 36 years old. You know, so this is a guy who's had years in this league, is coming out here on the bench and just leading a bench of young guys, of young, you know, young, talented players, and everyone is playing their role. And that's the biggest thing to me, that it seems like everyone is not playing out of character. They're not playing out of their role. They are playing their roles, and they're doing a hell of a job. I couldn't have said it better, partner. I totally agree. Man, it's, it's nice to have Goran, Goran Dragic as, as a as a member of this team that's going to help us sustain our point guard position. While Lonzo Ball gets healthy, man, I heard he's been um, – he started to lift weights a little bit, I think run a little bit. So 
whatever keeps the boat afloat. And if guard go around Georgia just playing like this, let's keep it going. But I'm gonna go to the next overlay. This is something I noticed that Billy Donovan's been doing. He's playing Zach Levine with the bench. Uh, we all know that Billy Donovan is pretty much suspect, suspect when it comes to his adjustments and rotations. Sometimes he puts all guards out there, and mm-hmm. while another team leaves their starters out there, and we get blown out. So, But this is what Zach said, but I think for our team, he's been really, really willing to and accepting to whatever he can do to help. And I think he's done a good job, a really good job with that group. And that's Billy Donovan speaking on Zach Levine playing with the bench. I'm a little type of person, whatever is going to help the team grow and sustain points and sustain momentum and sustain energy, you got to go with it. What you think about what Billy Donovan has been doing with Zach Levine playing with the second unit? I said this from the beginning of the season. I said as far as the bench was concerned, it was going to have to be a time where one of those starters were going to have to play with that bench, that second unit. And I think also what that does is that gave Patrick Williams his feeling. His yeah, I remember you saying that. To do, to do what he does. So I said, someone's going to have to sacrifice that to go up, to come off the bench and do what they do off, and do what they do with the bench in there. And Zach Levine t- took on that challenge. You know, he's playing with the bench. He's doing a pretty good job when he's in there. Patrick Williams has done a good job when he's in there. So I don't think it's just really Zach Levine. I think it's just matchups like you've been saying, G. Walker. And also, I think it's just guys picking and choosing when they can go in to help the team, you know? Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's all about winning. Guys can't have a pride thing or I'm a starter or I'm this much or this much because if Zach's going to set the tone and Billy Donovan's going to set the tone with a $200 million man come off the bench, anybody can play with that bench. So it sets right. a precedence within that locker room with the guys that's on this team that anybody can do whatever at any moment to contribute to the team. But <clears throat> – we're going to go to the last overlay. And this is about our boy Vooch right here, man. Uh, somebody, you know, the naysayers always getting on Vooch about whatever. He says, uh, I know how good I am. I know what I bring to the table. I'm a two-time All-Star, so I didn't so I didn't get to here by by chance. I know the work I put in, the time I put in. Um, I don't know why people are coming for Vooch. To me, he's been probably the, one of the most stable guys on this team. So what do you think he said say about this? Why, why did he get triggered by this, CJ? Because what it is is that people wanted Rudy Gobert. Let's let's cut the bullshit. Excuse my language, but let's cut the bullshit. Right, of, right, right, right. A lot. I, I should. I'm not gonna say all the fans, but a lot of y'all fans wanted the Bulls to get Rudy Gobert. And the thing that I told some of y'all, y'all that they y'all know every goddamn thing was the fact that Vucevic is that dynamic score that Rudy Gobert is not. Vucevic can give you 15 rebounds. Okay, he doesn't give you three blocks, but the Bulls with with the defense plays. Defense as a team, Rudy Gobert is a one is a one man right. defender. Right, right, right. You know, but Vucevic brings scoring that a lot of these guys can't stop. Even even the best players have a hard time playing against Vucevic. Embiid has a hard time playing against Vucevic here and there. So this guy is still an elite center. He's still a top ten center in this league. Yes, Hands he down. is. Yes, he is. And I totally agree with all of that. Yes, everything you said that was a great take. That was a very good take because Vooch gets a lot of flack for pretty much being an all-star, pretty much being a double-double guy. So um, with that being said, everybody, uh, the Bulls are 2-2 two and two in the last four games. Lost to the Spurs, lost to the Sixers. Uh, we beat the Nets, and then we beat the Hornets. And tonight we have the Celtics. Um, upon this week, Zach went uh, 20 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, Patrick Williams had pretty much double-figure point games. Last two games, Devontae Green has stepped up. Um, Drummond was hurt. Um, Drogers continue to be a spark plug off the bench. 
And Ayo pretty much continues to keep this thing afloat as a starting point guard. Uh, it's been nice to see him. So that's the recap. CJ, if I miss anything, what, what else What else do we need to recap on before we get out of here? Man, that's pretty much it. Like like G. Walker said, um, you know, Bulls play the Celtics tonight on ESPN, 6.30. Y'all make sure to all you Bulls fans, go check that game out if you can. Um, also, with this show, Make sure you go to Twitter. We're on Twitter right now. G Walker, shout out to Twitter, man. Let the people know um, the name of the Twitter where you can find the videos at, man. The same thing it is on here, everybody. It's the CNG Podcast. It's on Twitter. Just type in CNG Podcast. It's going to come right up. Go there and like us just like how you like to follow us on Facebook, YouTube. We're on Twitter as well. So if I don't have anything else, CJ don't have anything else, we'll see you guys next week. And here's the outro. One love. Peace. Y'all take care. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody?